Hello everybody, welcome to a shorty, kind of turning into longies, episode of Omaha Talks. This is episode 16. I'm your co-host. <laughs> I had to think yeah, about that. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, I'm your co-host, Parker Steele, hanging out with co-host. Brandon Herbal. And uh, we want to kick things off by talking about Kevin Smith, who survived a massive... Heart attack. Yeah, 100% blockage. The Widowmaker yeah. is the artery. You know what's weird about this? Okay, he said that his artery was like 100% blocked in yeah. the article or the tweet. Yeah. He strikes me as a guy that maybe goes to the doctor or has the means <laughs> to go see a cardiologist. Like, how do you miss a fully loaded artery? No idea. Also, too, over the last, like, few years because I follow him pretty well like he's lost a ton of weight too he's lost probably 100 pounds in the last like couple of years so that's I crazy thought it was, yeah you know that. Kevin Smith is always one of those bigger guys that kind of got away with it you know what I mean mm-hmm. like not only did he the jorts like, like the jorts the silent bob outfit is a giant trench coat with like a sweatshirt you know it's huge but he just he just kind of got away with it yeah. Like he didn't, like, you wouldn't, like, you thought he's a chubby guy, you know, but you just don't, yeah. I don't know, think of him as being, like, morbidly obese or whatever. But, yeah. yeah, I think he got pretty big there for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I mean, he got kicked off a plane. Remember that whole Holy argument? shit, he did get kicked yeah. off a plane. For two seats, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know who they were kicking off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he fucking blew that shit up for a long, long time. But that was kind of in, like, the early days of Twitter, kind of, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, well, as far as, like, Twitter yeah. being big. Yeah, it was uh, early 2000s, so I mean, probably, like, 2009 or 10. Do you remember what airline it was? Southwest. It was Southwest! Dude, yeah, I, I seriously, like, uh, you know, <laughs> talking to you this morning, like, Kevin Smith has, like, been ingrained in my, like, almost, like, daily life for, like, the last 10 years, so I know, like... All that shit. Watch. Yeah, because you you're, you listen to his podcast a lot. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what got me into podcasts. When I moved to Seattle, uh, I didn't. I you know I had a few friends there, but I uh, spent a lot of my time like walking around town or going back and forth to work. Yeah. On the bus and shit. So all I would do is listen to podcasts and Smodcast, uh, which is going on like ten years. It's one of the first kind of podcasts that were out there, and I love Kevin Smith stuff, so I just, like, fell in love with it, but... Yeah, I don't know. I You know, like, I, I like Kevin Smith. I don't know. I, I like his movies and stuff, but just, like... Like, I'm nerdy. I love all that stuff, like fucking Star Wars and he has a podcast <laughs> called Fat Man on Batman <laughs> dude I know which is I, I know I know but for some reason like I like having conversations about that stuff but I don't like after a little while I don't know all you do is hear him sparking his lighter as he's lighting a joint and he just sits and talks he and just he, smokes pot the entire time and which is a funny thing he didn't even start smoking pot well even with all of his movies he didn't start smoking pot until he was in his 40s I did know that I did know that. I had heard that. Which is kind of crazy, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a guy that was like a dick and fart joke, like weed, you know, reference. Hanging out like, with Jason Mewes. Yeah. Jay, who was like a doing massive heroin, heroin addict. Yeah, it's like, doing heroin, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, we were talking about, before the show got started, uh, getting introduced to Clerks. And, uh, I mean, we should definitely talk about Clerks for a while. Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy... Dogma for fucking. I think Dogma is fantastic. Dogma poster. That's insane. I like love him so much. Like it's so good. But yeah, I mean like Clerks. 
You know, like the 37 dicks. Oh, my God. And Don't when, suck a dick on the way out to the car. And, and the, the guy follows her out. He goes, get back in here. Oh, It was like one of those like constant banter, just like kind of like intellectual... I don't know. They were using, like, big words, and it was yeah. really, like, smart movie, but, yeah. like, really, like, crude and, like, yeah. just, like, for, you know, our age. So it, like, hit it everything. Really, yeah, especially because we were, like, what, 11 or 12 when that movie came out. So yeah. that was kind of, like, this is what, you know, people... Yeah. And we are growing up in yeah. fucking middle of nowhere, you know, so it was kind of nice to see, like, some life outside of... God, Jason Mewes is so unintentionally funny. No, it's shit's hilarious. <laughs> like, I I read somewhere a long time ago an interview with uh, Kevin Kevin Smith, and he was talking about how he met Jason Mewes, and they had like gone, they were like friends of friends, and they went to like a a, a comic book show or something t- together, mm-hmm. and he was like Jason Mewes was like performing oral sex on everything, yeah. and it was just cracking everybody up, yeah. and that's how it was. It's like. It's so ridiculous. It's so silly. Yeah. So fucking funny. But he was, like, playing himself, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't an actor. They're like, like, okay, go be be yourself. Berserker? When he's like, my cousin from Russia's in town. Olaf, girls think sexy. (laughs) Would you like to suck? (laughs) Oh, my God. So good. Oh. (laughs) I do. So I remember seeing Clerks when I was, like, 12. So the whole, yeah, older brother, friends, older brother, like, had it. We were watching it, you know. Shouldn't have been sitting there watching Clerks at 12. But the one thing that real the one that really, like, rang for me was Mallrats. Like, yeah, man. That movie was so good. Perfect. It's a perfect movie. It, it, it's, yeah, from start to finish. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's so good. It's got everything. It's got, like, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a caper, you know. It's funny. Fucking Ben Affleck is just huge asshole. You know, yep. <laughs> stink palm. Yep, stink palm. If yep. you're listening to this podcast, you don't know what a stink palm is. Go watch Mall Rats immediately. Watch Mall Rats immediately. I'll explain it. Uh, God, everything like Schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. All the tons of lines from that movie. Chasing Amy was pretty ahead of its time when you think about it. One hundred percent. Yeah, that shit was like way ahead of its time. Yeah, yeah, pretty. Um, progressive in its premise and dogma too i mean it was yeah dogma's great dogma's great chris rock fucking chris rock shows up <laughs> falls out of the sky yeah uh yeah that's uh, great stuff carrie fisher's a uh, a nun yeah and alanis morissette was god of a Canada, love that one. Oh yeah, <laughs> Dude, that shit's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with Clerks, why he did so well with it, um, not only like generationally because, like Richard Linklater, I, I don't know if Slacker came out before or after Clerks, but before that's before. why he did it. Oh, that's why he did know, it. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. So he saw he saw that and realized that he's like, holy shit, like. I could do this. I could just make a movie, yeah. And so he, uh, like I told you, I know all the details. Him and Jay owned a Volkswagen Beetle together, and uh, the New Jersey, like the floods, I mean, they always have like, they had a flood not too long ago, like six years ago. Okay. But like back in the 80s, like that happened. They had another flood in like New York or something. and uh, like Hurricane Sandy. 
Well, that was the one that was recent. Right. Oh, you're talking about... Oh, oh, But I'm saying, like, that that same type of thing, like, happened in the 80s, and it... They got insurance money. They got, like, $20,000 back for this car. Oh, shit. And he used that and sold his comic book collection and basically just took whatever money he could get from people to make clerks. Man. And... That was a pretty good investment. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. I, and just the people in it, I think it was, uh, it's just really refreshing because that was a time, like, it seems like movies were just kind of dull. Late 90s, early 2000s, it, fuck, even going like into like mid-2000s. Yeah. There were some good movies. There yeah. were, but yeah. it was just kind of like a cultural kind of dullness going on. Well, that was really the big hit of all the, like, the cool like indie movies, though. I mean, that's like Quentin Tarantino era. Too. Right. I mean... Right, and now the game changers. Yeah, you know, like we got to start doing something else. Yeah, it was like the God. it was the build up to like indie film. Like was finally like, I mean, it had always been around, but like it was really like hitting in like ninety three to like ninety seven. Yeah, it was, like constantly, dude, dude. Like, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is you know everybody says like oh Goodfellas it's on TV it's on TV all the time, you can drop in anytime and it's a great movie. <laughs> Pulp Fiction exact. Same for me. Oh, it's non sequential. It's all over. It's just a movie about like it's it's just fun to look at. Like I own it, and I'll still yeah. It's a uh, I'll, I'll I'll be sitting around and just put it on Netflix, you know, and just uh, I don't know, let it go. Everybody is so good in that movie. Everyone. Yep. God. What do you think of Hateful Eight? Never saw it. I haven't seen. I didn't see that one, and I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards either. Why? I don't know. It takes up time. I don't know. I, Dude, I haven't watched a movie in a long time. Hateful Eight is so good. I I thought Inglorious Bastards was really fun, but Hateful Eight it's a pl- it's a play. Yeah. I mean, it all happens in like one area, and it's just badass actors just showing off. But was, didn't he film it on like thirty seven millimeter or something? It was like a big deal. Like it was probably one of the last I don't know movies that were filmed on like actual film or something. That just sounds like a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, I. I Appreciate the sentiment, but seriously, yeah. it sounds like I mean, he's it's, it's Tarantino. Yeah, right. Which I heard Tarantino's. God, what the fuck? He's doing something interesting. He's doing a comedy. Star Trek. Movie. Yeah, that's what it he's is. He's doing fucking Star yeah, Trek. That's super, what? I might watch that. Even well, though I'm clearly going to watch it, but it's just kind of weird. Yeah. I think there was something else, too, that he was doing that was like kind of. Uh, maybe it was Star Trek, but it's definitely Star Trek. I don't know anything else, but I read that and I was just like, that's just clickbait. No, he's doing it. Yeah. It'll probably be badass. You know, he did probably be bad. That's the smartest thing I've said all day. He was a TV kid in the 70s, you know, probably watched, I'm sure Star Trek was syndicated at that point, so he probably grew up on the original. I bet it's going to have, like, well, it's going to be Quentin Tarantino. But hatefully, so I'm a huge diehard fan of Walton Goggins. You know who that is? Mm. So he was in, um, he's been in a lot of things with just minor roles, but he was opposite Danny McBride in Vice Principals. Okay. Fucking hilarious, this guy. And he's not like a funny guy, but he just, he's such a good actor that he, God, he just cracks up, cracks me up. Anyway, he in this movie is just like amazing. It, like, it's just so fun to watch. And he's Southern, and he does, like, a Southern accent really well. And for whatever reason, like, 
Things are just funnier with an accent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you never watch Vice Principals on HBO? I haven't. I was Eastbound Dude. Down. I was an Eastbound Down guy, so I mean, so I'm sure good. I love it. Yeah, you would know. love. So it. I'm telling you right now, it's like I'll go upstairs after working. Missy's already started a new show, and she's like three episodes in. And yeah, I'm just like. I don't care. I can't fucking yeah. get into the middle of it, and I don't want you to go all the way back. And it's just—it's a lot. I don't know. So I mean, I know. and as you know, Stranger Things is probably the last show where I got into it. It's a good I show. Like, I need to watch it, but other than that, it's taken me a lot to like sit and watch a movie. There's tons of movies. Oh I man, God, I like Hateful Eight though. It's a western, and that shit kind of bores me. But I know it's not your typical. Come on, movie. I know it's not. <laughs> It's 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 Quentin Tarantino, you yeah. know. So like they could be in fucking in the year twenty five twenty five. Like yeah. it's still like uh, super fun. Um, but I understand what you mean. Like westerns being. Like, I need to give it corny. a shot. I just need to fucking sit and watch the movies. Yeah, and, uh, and not work. That's like my right. problem. I know. Uh, well, I mean, we've just been like drenched in television and movies because we got the baby. So you're up all the time, you know, you're just sitting around, yep. just sitting around. It's cold as shit. <laughs> just yesterday we were like, God, can we just put him in a stroller and go for a walk? And we got like a block away and it was like, no, it's too cold. Yep. It's freezing. <laughs> like, So definitely been watching a lot of stuff. Uh, mostly movies though. Not a lot of shows. I don't think, like I, I kind of gave up on Walking Dead at this point, I'm just like... I gave up, like, third season. That shit got boring. Boring. It's just like, God damn it. Let the zombies in. Just eat everybody. Shut up. Well, and it's still... Yeah, it's on its, like, ninth season or something. Yeah, something it's insane. done. You know what was good, though? And I forgive... Or, or, excuse me, forgive me, listeners, if I've mentioned this before on the show. I don't think I have, but Fear the Walking Dead... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way better. I thought... I haven't watched that either. I watched the first three seasons of The Walking Dead, and it's yeah. just like, it's kind of the same thing. Oh, some big character is going to die at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, it's just the same shit. <laughs> Dude, I've never, I've never been, I know you, you like zombie stuff, like George did, Romero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I never, I just never got into that. I like Dracula and supernatural stuff, but just never got into the, the zombie thing. Didn't do anything for me. Loved Walking Dead in the early days. And started having nightmares with zombies. I had never had a nightmare involving, like, <laughs> a dead person yeah. that came back to life. Had a bunch of them, man. And it was always just, like, frantic. <laughs> just like this show, like, where they're coming down the street and you're just sprinting. But it's a dream, so you can't run, you know? Yeah. And they're coming. Know, well, I'm drawing a blank, but what was the movie where they were fast? And that was, was 28 a, Days Later. 28 Days Later. That movie Jesus. Running zombies, that's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. But they did a really they did a good job with that. That was, that was like a, a good British movie. film. Yeah. 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 Super good. Uh starring uh Killian Murphy, who's so unsung. Do you ever watch well fuck. He's got uh he he stars in a show, a Netflix show called Peaky Blinders. Oh well yeah, Missy loves it. Excellent Another show that she started in Really like, good. They kind of play some like corny music in it where it's like Old Wait, time is he the main character? He's the main character. Okay, now this is coming together. That's where I've seen him before. I knew he looked familiar. Oh, we talked about this on the episode with Nick. But yeah, I never... I, I mean, I know what it, what he looks like, and I've seen yeah. like bits and pieces of it, but... He is also in, because we're just rolling, he was in a sci-fi movie that came out probably maybe 10 years ago called Sunshine. 
where the sun, the premise is the sun is um, going out. And these scientists are on a mission to, like, launch a massive nuclear warhead into the sun to, like, restart it or whatever. It's great yeah, sci-fi. That awesome. Dude, it's good. And something goes wrong, you know? Another thing about TV shows that we're talking about, it though, is, like, you know, once the kid grows up, you're not going to have the fucking TV at all. That's the other reason I watch shows. No, it's man. because the one thing is... And Put my that, foot down. And not that I want the, <laughs> the kids to sit in front of the TV. They don't really watch that much, but, yeah. like... It's the one thing that gives you a little bit of peace of quiet after dinner. And well, yeah. Shit, so, I don't well, know, but, like, that's the thing. Is I, I've been to the movie theater probably once a month for the last, like, couple of years, but I'm going there to watch Peter Rabbit or fucking, right. you know, whatever movie that's recently oh, came out for the kids. We go to the movies all the time. That's our thing. Just going to the movies. We'll go see shitty movies just to, like, get a beer, <laughs> eat some candy or whatever, you know? Yeah. Get out of the house. Uh, Did you ever buy the movie pass? But uh, card did you ever see that no for 30 bucks a month you can go as many movies you can basically go to a movie every day no way for 30 bucks with with who like AMC like oh AMC no all the ones it's, oh. it's like a it's like a Netflix for movies I was movies. not aware of that after this I'll show it to you okay cool but yeah yeah, that'd be great. Well, actually, it doesn't matter because we can't go to movies anymore. And I am not. I repeat, not I am not going to be the asshole to take his baby to a movie. Not going to happen. Not unless that movie, in, unless maybe when he's three and there's a sea of other children, so my kid isn't going to ruin it for everybody. Who do, People do that. Man, I bet when we went to, uh, God, what I think it was one of the, it, one of the last <laughs> Star Wars movies, uh, Rogue One or whatever. And this guy and his wife are there with their baby, like little new person. I understand. You're a Star Wars fan. It's a big deal. But you do realize you're in a room with like 50 other people that don't want to hear the kid cry. That's what babies do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Especially loud, like loud fucking... Just shrill fucking... Yeah. And your DNA fires up. Like yeah. your your fucking monkey brain is like, oh shit. You know, it's like unnerving, right? Oh my God. That hasn't happened to me in a long time. Even with like kids movies, I haven't had to deal with like obnoxious kids. That shit irritates the fuck out of me. But, it's too much, man. But it's not, it hasn't happened to me. I, I actually um, have some anxiety in movie theaters. Just with... The world we're living in, the way yeah. what things, yeah, yeah, it's rough for me, man. Like I can't, um, I can't say I shouldn't say I can't, but I will avoid at all costs going to a crowded movie theater because I can't relax. Yeah. I can't relax. When we went and saw that uh, uh, western, the the Revenant, where Leonardo DiCaprio fights a bear and wins, this is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Clearly the best part of the movie. But uh, it was super busy, man. Like, not an empty seat. And people were not aware of what they were in for. I don't think that most of the people that went, they're like, oh, it's Leo DiCaprio. Like, let's go. Well, okay, hold on. I'm not going to say what movie theater this was. But we go to the bar to get a couple drinks. And there's a woman in front of us just drilling this bar to a middle-aged white lady, you know, with some... With a, she probably had like bejeweled jeans or something, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Person, yeah. yeah, and uh, can I speak to your manager? Type of exactly. Yeah. yeah, the can I speak to your manager yeah. haircut, yeah. dude? That's the funniest meme. Yeah, it's uh, funny because it's true. It's so true. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
she is just berating this kid for like making her fucking vodka soda or whatever was wrong, you know? And it's really hard for me not to engage because I just want to be like, hey, give him, come on. Like we're all standing in line. You're having a temper tantrum because there wasn't enough fucking gray goose in this stupid thing. You know, it was so ridiculous. So already, like already, and of course, you know, my wife is just like, don't, please don't, don't. I, I wouldn't get in front and be like, Jesus, lady, what the hell is your... I'd be like, hey, can you... Like, Just relax. Yeah, come on. Yeah. You know, he, and this kid was like 19 and looked like he just needed help. You know, it yeah. wasn't his fault. Yeah. And she was just being a bitch anyway. Like, anyway, anyway. So I go into the movie theater and I'm fired up. Just like, God, I can't believe that lady. And everybody is like... I would probably say within 30 to 45 minutes of the film. It's a long movie. Uh... They're just getting up and sitting down, man. Like, constantly. There's constantly somebody getting up and, like, walking down the aisle. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, just constant movement. And I could not relax, dude. Like, it, that is just terrifying to me. Because what are you going to do? Are you not going to do like anything. Like, reference to, like, the Batman shit or what? Yeah. 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 I went and saw that movie in theaters, like... Me too. Two days after And it was a packed happened. movie theater. Yeah. But it hadn't quite sunk in for me yet. Because... You know, it's happened dozens of times since then. So now it's just really like, oh, my God, that is how scary. You yeah. Know? I remember going to that movie and everyone, like, anytime the door would open, they were like, oh, oh my you know? God. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Let's not talk about yeah, it. It's bumming me out. Yeah. yeah. That's on a serious. But um, as far as, like, movies coming out. So we were talking about Venom. Venom. I think this is going to kind of bring things back to the Christopher Nolan approach of superhero comic book movies because you can't put Tom Hardy in a silly movie. You know, like it's going to be dark. Yeah. And it's going to totally, I think, do that character service because that character, formerly played by that 70s show star, Topher Grace, who yeah. the fuck made that call? They're like, hey, you know that really cute kid from that 70s show? Yeah, he's going to be one of the most evil characters <laughs> in Marvel Comics. Well, yeah. All no. That, all that went to shit, like, after the second one. The second one was all right, but that I like the second one. terrible. I like the second one. Yeah, the Tom Hardy Venom, I'm, I'm interested to see. Like, comic book movies, it's been hard. Like, obviously, all the ones that Marvel have done, like yeah. Disney, have been really good. Um, Black Panther, I've heard, is fucking insane. Dude. Still haven't seen it. Nah, me either. It's exploding. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, the Christopher Nolan Batman's were great. So yeah, it, it's just interesting to see what they'll they'll do with this. Dude, the Dark Knight was so good, so good, and it's kind of got like some magic around it because Heath Ledger died and he was playing this crazy character, you know, Joker, and like. I mean, what a wild movie. It's insane. It's so good. It's so good. Actually, like, it makes me want to go watch it tonight. I like, probably do. Like, yeah, it's so and good. I, I, well, back to Tom Hardy, Dark Knight Rises. Like, I liked that movie. I didn't love it. I just love the Bane voice. I love that shit. <laughs> Your punishment must be more severe. <laughs> Have you ever seen Bane Cat? 
I don't think oh so. Oh my god, I gotta show you that too after this. It's fucking hilarious. I did, however, show... It's my- a cat that's wearing a Bane like, jacket <laughs> with the fur and he's got the mask on. It's funny as That's shit. hilarious. Uh, that might be the first time I've ever been suggested a cat video on the internet and been excited about <laughs> no, it. It's funny as shit. Um, have you, you've seen Heavy Metal Rooster, right? Uh-huh. Oh my god. Okay, alright. We've, well, we've got some things go to show each other. Yeah. Now see, if we were doing this live... You know, with some video, we could just watch those videos right now. Yeah, that would be awesome on there. That would be way cool. Um, but anyway, I think it'll be cool. I hope that this leads into a Carnage movie, because that's talking super dark. Carnage was... Uh, um, Carnage is actually... Did they do with Carnage? Me. What's that? I thought, did they do an iteration of Carnage yet? Never, never. Okay. It's pretty Sorry. hard. It's pretty well, yeah, hard, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's a serial killer yeah. that is imbued with the symbiote that was actually the uh, the offspring of Venom, and <laughs> and it finds its way into a prison, and I think something Cassidy, whatever. Um, this guy's a serial killer, and he gets superpowers. Quickly though, on this Venom stuff, I'm assuming that you've read articles or you've done your research on it a little bit. A little bit, not a lot. But is Spider Man? In any, I don't think shape so. Shape or form, going to be. I in. don't think so, and that's what's weird. It's gonna like. And is it a Fox thing? I'm assuming, like who's doing it? Yeah, Fox or Sony. I don't know what's going on with those guys. But now that they got bought out by Disney, yeah, they're know. well, and they're making deals. I hope it bodes well for X Men films because if, but um, I think it'll be more like. I guess I guess the Dark Knight of Spider-Man. Yeah, but it'll. I think it'll be like a Dracula movie because Venom is this bad guy that. Well, he's he's a good guy, or well, okay, he's an asshole, but he's not like a a villain or anything, and he's imbued with this alien that is bad as shit and wants to eat people. So I'm thinking that a lot of this is going to be him being a superhero with this or an anti-hero with this like conflicted agenda where he wants to save people's lives and then has to. Not eat them, yeah. but I bet he eats somebody in that movie. Oh yeah, I bet he eats somebody. No, I bet I don't know. They'll probably do a good job. Like I said, we've only seen the preview where he's literally just laying in a hospital bed and yeah. injected with the the stuff or whatever. Like, right. That's all I've seen so far. Man, new Spawn movie. Do you know that's happening? Is that actually happening? That's what I heard from uh, Todd McFarlane was talking about it. Really? I, he's on Facebook Live where he'll sit and like draw shit. Cool. That's pretty cool. He's a kind of a cool dude. He's a way cool dude. So another cool YouTube thing to check out. So Complex, that magazine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like magazine and uh, do a lot of new cool site. Stuff online. They have this show called Complex Blueprints, and they talk to Jimmy Iovine. Hmm. They talk to Todd McFarlane. They talk to uh, um, Chance the Rapper's manager. Like, a bunch of people that, like, have revolutionized and did things differently. But they talked to Todd McFarlane, went through that whole story. That's awesome. It's, like, super interesting. But they're, like, 20-minute episode, like, little documentary style. Spawn was a pretty big deal because that was, you know, Image Comics was was massive. He was drawing for Marvel, drawing Spider-Man for them, and then, like, left to start Image Comics. And then, yeah, like, Shadowhawk and... Spawn and was it Max or there was a bunch of images. yeah Max was a weird one I never got into that I, didn't I had issue one of uh, Shadowhawk because it looked I didn't cool. Shadowhawk I don't know but I loved Spawn um, I mean it, 
that's pretty ballsy to be like, yeah, I'm going to take on Marvel and DC with my own thing. Like, and then do a good job at it. And yeah. the other thing that really blew him up was the, the toys. Right. Because they were like adult toys. Well, they were, they were adult toys, but that like looked like real fucking thing. Right. Like, if it was, they did like, gotten like sports or movies and then they were like, it was so fucking badass. You know, it would have been cool, that movie. Quickly, on yeah. that story though, do you remember, I used to have that Freddy Krueger 3D poster yeah. That was a Todd uh-huh. McFarlane thing? Yeah. Don't know where the fuck it went. I don't know. I lost it in my years of movies. You had it in I, the bathroom. I looked it on eBay. $300. Oh. <laughs> I got it for free. Damn. Because I worked at uh, Impact, or at uh, Jurassic Plastic. It's like, you can have it. But I don't know where the fuck it went. I was like, I want to buy that. I want to rebuy that. And I was like, that no, thing was cool. Mind. It had like the hand. Yep. Yeah. But he just did cool shit like that and revolutionized that side of toys. And managed to have a box office film. Um, I don't think anybody knew who Michael Jai White was in 1997 or whatever it was, but I thought he did a great job. That movie was just a little too ambitious for the time. The effects just weren't quite there. Like, early CGI is dog shit. Yeah. Jurassic Park holds up. Jurassic Park doesn't look too bad. Yeah, that was, I mean, really good for being, like, really the first one, yeah. Yeah, um... Yeah, Spawn was, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I've seen it a couple times, don't remember much, because it's been so long, but I didn't think it was, like, that bad. No, it's not. It's not that bad. The um, HBO cartoon, I think. Those are really great. Well, yeah. Those are good. Those are pretty heavy. Yeah. Like, like frame-for-frame frame comic book kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Spawn is interesting. I was trying to think, what were some other, like, okay, did you ever read uh, Preacher? So I'm not, but my uncle like told me about Preacher a lot, and then obviously they have the uh, AMC the AMC show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seth Rogen had something to do with it. He's like the producer or director. Or well, I think he wrote the first season. Okay. Wrote and or that's um, what it was. Maybe directed. He and somebody else. He didn't do it alone. Uh, that is a super ambitious project because even as a comic book, it's pretty large. Yeah. And I read them. <clears throat> Probably ten years ago, they they had been out for a while. Like I bought like the graphic novels of them, and uh, s- just great writing, super good artwork, cool story. Everything about it was great. And what I think the original idea was, I think like Sony had bought the rights, and then HBO at one point was talking about it. I had heard about it. Fucking forever. HBO! Yeah. What are you thinking? HBO has more money. You know, HBO and Netflix, like, they should be the ones doing stuff. Now, AMC, I'm sure, is working with some serious change. But HBO just does things better. You know what I mean? Like, HBO shows are great. They have they just dump money. Game of Thrones? Jesus Christ. It's like millions it's monster. of millions of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, so it would have been cool to see, or it would be cool to see uh, HBO, or even, like, Showtime take on some... Some projects kind of like that. I think know. Preacher got tossed around so much over like five or six years. Because I kept hearing about it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think finally. It just lost steam or something. Well, I think Walking Dead and they're like, oh, we'll go with AMC. Cause right. That and Breaking Bad. Shit. Breaking Bad, Mad Men. Um, yeah. God. It's so weird that like TV came back big. Yeah. I remember exactly when I felt that. Like, I remember... Uh, I was working at Kinko's, and I broke my arm, and they, someone that I worked with gave me uh, the first season of Lost. I know mm. we talked about that, but, like, that was the first time we're like, 
this is TV, you know? Right. Like, this is, like, not your fucking kitschy fucking, like, sitcom bullshit that was on, or, you know, ER and those were good, but right. this was, like, the real deal. It was ER? Like yeah. Must-see TV? Well, <laughs> someone was talking about ER recently, and, like, ER is based out of this, like, Chicago hospital that's, like, in the bad part of town, and, like, I guess you rewatch it now. I watched it as a kid, like, yeah. with my parents. Fucking but George think, Clooney? Yeah, but I think if you rewatch it now, it's probably, like, real dark and real fucked up, like, I don't know. Yeah, God, stuff you watch really it every catch, Thursday. Yeah, the stuff you just didn't catch when you were younger, but... Man. Um, but, yeah. I can remember... I don't remember Twin Peaks, because I was pretty young, but my mom did watch it, and I just remember just being so bored and confused. Fucking But, a, but then you'd walk in the room, and there'd be some crazy shit going down, and you're like, whoa, is this the same boring-ass show you were watching so, ten minutes ago? My mom... Oh, and we gotta get our moms on here at some point, but my mom worked... I think at a shoe store or something when I was a little kid, and she would take our little portable TV to work to watch Twin. She fucking loved Twin Peaks. We wow. recorded the shit out of that. She was like obsessed with it, and I was just like, "This is fucking boring." But then, yeah, I got older, and then yeah, I I still haven't watched it, but because it just it reminded me of Mash too, or like that was boring. <laughs> right, but right. I'm sure, oh, yeah, gosh. like now you get a whole different appreciation to it. It's re- it's really good. It is a commitment, though. It's de- oh, yeah. And there's a movie, too. I don't know if the movie's... You like gave a- me it. Really? You had the DVD laying around, and you... the fuck I got it. You gave me. it to me. It's Fire Walk With Me. And it takes place... You're supposed to watch the movie after the show, and I watched it all sequentially. But, again, like, uh, I had roommates... And they were just like, Jesus Christ, you are going to watch all of Twin Peaks. <laughs> like, come on. But uh, they'd watch it with me and, like, doze off five minutes. But it's the kind of show, especially in the second season, where, like, I would, like, fall asleep watching it and wake up to, you know, um, whatever her name is, the main character, like, screaming at somebody, like, super disturbing. Like, Wasn't it like that little guy that speaks backwards? And, like, yeah. Yeah, the little person. Interesting story. On the special features of Fire Walk With Me, he talks about how he learned to do that. He fucking does it on camera. So he's really doing it. It's not an audio track. He learned how to speak backwards, which, in my opinion, makes it ten fucking times creepier than it was to begin with. That's insane. And I heard they they redid it, too, and I haven't watched any of it. Well, it's a new season. So they just like went back to Twin Peaks. And I haven't watched it either. I was going to wait for it all to come out and just kind of go through it. But yeah, man, shit is crazy. <laughs> when I, um, my wife started watching Twin Peaks and she's just so confused. She's like, this is like a super popular, people talk about how cool this is. She's like, it's a fucking soap opera. I'm like, I know, I know. Oh, soap operas are weird, man. Dude. Get that shit. What's up with soap operas? Are they even soaps? Around? My are stories. They, are they still on? <laughs> Fuck yeah, they're still on. Jesus. I think so. They've been on forever. The only story that I have that is remotely interesting or I found interesting is when I heard that like James Franco like went on. Totally. To like just do it just to like learn that style of acting. Just to I, exercise yeah, his which, badassness. Which I thought that was cool. But other than that, I do remember my dad watching him back in the day. Like he yeah, just going to work with my parents and then watching crazy shit. And I'm Man. just like, this is so boring. It's awful. But, like, it really, even to this day, is still boring. Terrible. Terrible television. Terrible entertainment. I, when I would, uh, like, have a sick day as a kid and didn't have cable, Ooh, yeah. which is why I know yeah. movies backwards and forwards because I just watched the same 
<laughs> half a dozen. Or no, I probably I probably had like fifteen movies, you know, and just back and forth. But then you'd get stuck watching a fucking soap opera, and it was like I can't, yeah. I can't even pretend to. Fucking uh, uh, Price is Right is over, and it's just like fuck. Now I gotta watch this shit, you know. Bob Barker talks about spaying and neutering, and you're yeah. like, that is the sound of doom because there's nothing but shitty. <laughs> Come on, soap after this. General hospitals. And Did you ever watch a like Phil Donahue or like Sally Jesse Raphael? Like shit? a fucking fiend, dude. That shit was crazy. <laughs> like a fiend, dude. I fucking loved those shows though. I, I didn't catch a lot of Donahue. But I definitely, the summertime, this is so funny. I was just talking about this not that long ago. I would wake up early to watch Sally Jesse Raphael because it was fucking... Did she have, like, the Ninja Turtles on there, too? And she, but she then she everything. would have, like, crazy shit. Oh, yeah. Nothing is like better. Like, boot camp kids and the shit. Boot, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. And they come out and they're like, fuck you, fuck yeah. you, fuck you. Yeah, like, like they red glasses and shit. Like, there was, she blouses. She was recently on Action Bronson's show. Sally um, Jesse, Sally Jesse Raphael, uh, yeah, came on Vice, and it's hilarious because she's, you know, she's a pretty interesting character, man. Before she had her show, she had a radio show, and um, I mean, you know, I would say it was like podcasty, like it was talk radio. I've never yeah. heard it before. My mom told me about it, and she's just kind of got an interesting story. She and her husband. Um, I don't, I, I can't. Say much I about mean, it now, but Donahue too, man. I mean, he had Gigi Allen on the show. Fucking Gigi Allen. Yeah, I mean, he like he was kind of before the Jerry Springer and the, yeah. Uh, who's the guy that always got his nose broken? Uh, Steve Wilkos. No, the oh 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 Geraldo. Yeah, yeah. Gigi Allen was also on Geraldo. Oh really? Yeah. Geraldo I've, seen, I've the, seen every video of GGL and on the internet. Geraldo when he did the opening of uh, Al Capone's vault or whatever, and it was just it was nothing. Empty. Nothing. That guy's a jackass. Uh, yeah, I don't and like he his nose broke like, several times. Like because people just yeah, they punched him. Punched him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> Gigi Allen. God, who? I mean, I know it makes for good TV, but like. If I was a TV executive and I knew anything about this guy, I'd be like, no. No. no not prime time, too. Throws poop at people. Yeah. <laughs> what if he poops in his hand? Throws it in the audience. Yeah, like, we'll have a terrible lawsuit. I Man, oh. I went through. <laughs> I was at Homer's on Saddle Creek in probably like 2006 or seven, right? And I, I had always heard of Gigi Allen, but I never seen stuff but I had always heard stories and like I, I think I heard some of his music whatever and I saw the Todd Phillips movie on DVD for sale at Homer's and I'm like I have to buy this because the cover alone it's just his face just bleeding and mm-hmm. and I've always been really interested in like I can't that remember if I've seen this weird undocument you can borrow it I'll bring okay. it over because you gotta watch the DVD but uh I, and I think the whole thing's on YouTube at this point but the DVD's got special features, blah, blah, blah. And I bought it and took it home and watched it with my friend, Raymond Cantiel. Ray, hope you're listening. Hope you remember. And, like, at the same time, there were parts that made me sick to my stomach, dude. Like, <laughs> like where it's just like, Jesus Christ. But I became instantly obsessed. And then I had to know everything about this guy. And I've seen it all, dude. I have seen Every interview with this dude. I've watched interviews of like 
people talking about him that knew him, other musicians. The funeral video. Oh, God. Yeah, that's crazy. So disturbing, man. But um, really that that there is... And if you guys don't know who Gigi Allen is, which I'm assuming most of you do, Gigi Allen... Make sure you have that safe search on Google. (laughs) Yeah, right. Gigi Allen is... He was a uh, musician who was in a band called the Jabbers. Well, he was in a bunch of bands, but he was in a band called the Jabbers early on. It was actually pretty good. It was just kind of like some power pop, like pretty pretty solid stuff. But he then went to prison for, I believe, sexual assault and then just became a complete deviant and would cut himself on stage. He would defecate on stage. He'd take laxatives. I mean, he was just awful. I mean, if you Google any image, you're going to see this guy. It's super disturbing. But um, his whole thing was that he had vowed he was going to kill himself on stage in like on Halloween night in like 1993 or whatever. He died of a heroin overdose. Um, never got to kill himself on stage, but he, his, his, the last day that he's alive, he plays this show, I think in like the Bowery in New York, you know, and there it's, it's a long, somebody followed around with a video camera and the show like rioted and people were following him around and he is, uh, completely naked and, uh, at some point somebody gives him clothes, but he's like throwing beer bottles at like a city bus and just like walking around New York trying to get into a cab and they'd get into a cab and they kick him out because he's got poop on him. (laughs) 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 And they finally get him a cab and he went and OD'd that night. I mean, it's crazy. It's not just crazy that a guy like that existed because he's just so... And his talk show appearances are fucking amazing. Like, they belong in a museum. I mean, that whole... Was it that book called Please Kill Me or Kill Me Now or something? Please Kill Me. Please Kill Me. He wasn't in that. I know, but like... I And I hadn't even finished the book. I read like the first five chapters and then I got lost in the midst of... Wherever I lived at the time, but yeah, that was like super crazy too. Just hearing, oh know, my god, even like the Ramones who were like very like radio pop, but they were like doing heroin and like using toilet water. Dee Dee was a yeah. male prostitute. Fifty yeah. third and thirds about turning tricks. Yeah, um, that's a great book, man. That is a great book. Please yeah. kill me. That that is like if there's any if, if you want to like contextualize anything as like a bible of rock and roll or whatever, like that one. I read that book because it was floating around the apartment, mm-hmm. and uh, I read the whole thing. And uh, oh my god, I got it from Raymond Cantil. Second time. I hope you're hearing this, Ray. And uh, I didn't really know much about Velvet Underground or the Stooges or MC Five or like any like I knew that they were there. I just I didn't knew nothing about them. And Same that here. book just. Fucking went for it, man. New New York York Dolls. Dolls. That's, I mean, it kicks off talking about New York Dolls. Um, That definitely, like, framed some shit for me. Well, and Ramones is always kind of like, I mean, you see it now, and it's just all, like, this, like, hot topic bullshit. Yeah, Target. You see the emblem and shit, but, like, I got into them, like, real deep for a little bit. And it's just, like, it all sounds the same almost, but it's so, so good. so good. But it's so good. That's like, um, have you ever listened to the Spits? You know no, the Spits. Yeah, of course. I know. Like, I'll play that 
the spits the for people. Though, I know the, oh. nerves is, the nerves is like, okay, if anyone has never heard of the nerves, which you probably haven't, you gotta go on Spotify, iTunes, whatever, and listen to that shit immediately. It's so like, good. And that was like 81, 83, or was it 70s? Dude, it I think like, nerves were late 70s. Yeah. Um, God, I'm blanking on his name. I saw a guy from, oh, Jesus, I'm an idiot. This is what I get. I'm, I think I'm dehydrated. <laughs> uh, no, the nerves are incredible. That record is amazing. And what's really crazy um, is that their song, you know, hanging on their song. They wrote the song Hanging on the Telephone that Blondie covered. Blondie fucking skyrockets, you know, and with these guys song, with that song. Yeah. Um, Paul Collins, Jesus Christ. Okay, Paul Collins is in the nerves. He played in Omaha a few years ago. And really? he, he had his own band, The Beat, that was post-nerves. But it's very nervesy. Like, he mm-hmm. was a songwriter in the nerves. And, uh, yeah, he played at the Slowdown. And it was fucking incredible. And he played some nerve songs. And um, there weren't very many people there, which sucked. Because it was like, God damn it. You, you know, know this guy is? I mean, I forgot his fucking name yeah. two minutes ago. But... Uh, it was so good, and I went. I, I didn't have any uh, the beat records, and so I went and bought one from him. And this is the only time I've gotten like an autograph because he was like, "Hey, uh, you want me to sign your record for you?" And I was just like, "Fuck yeah, I do!" Yeah, so we were like, "Keep rocking something." I was like, "God, that is awesome! So cool!" I this is totally like more like late nineties, but. I'm so pissed I didn't go to the show, and I think you might have. Did you go see Starlight Desperation? I did. That's Saddle Creek Bar. Fuck me, dude. Yeah. That is one band that I so wish I went to that show. There was nobody there. Oh, I'm sure nobody knows who they are. Even me talking about it now, but Starlight Desperation is so good. Excellent band. I wonder where those guys are. I don't remember. I mean, because Go Kill Mice, and then there was the... Was it Violent Sunday or something? I can't remember, remember, man. I... Honestly, I have not even computer. Yeah, I haven't even thought about that band. Dude, I while. love that band. Oh my god, so good! Like song for song, it just never stopped. No, just it was rocking. Just, yeah, just like just blow you. Yeah, blow you. Away. And uh, that dude, I can't. I don't remember his name. I don't remember anything today. Um, he he was playing with two very attractive women. And um, there's always a female in the band. I mean, I think there's always at some point a mainstay. A female. God, I don't know. I didn't have internet in my house until I was like 28, so... Well, I I (laughs) I didn't know. know. Yeah, I just just remember just loving the shit out of him. I could could only find Go Kill a Mice, like, online. We were all rocking that record for a long time, for like a year. Like, that was... Everybody, you get in somebody's car, and it was still going, you know? Oh, man, that was great. It was so odd. The Saddle Creek Bar was such a strange place. That was the first place I ever played music at in Omaha. Saddle Creek Bar. Is that still around? No, it hasn't been around for ages. It, it's uh, down the street from the homie. Okay. It's like a refrigeration place, or like an air conditioning place hmm. right now. Um, it was so strange. It was cool. It was big. The, it, just a huge space. God, I don't even, can't even think of where the fuck It had was. a stage. Um, it had a... Uh, they did have a kitchen there. I remember we got wings there one time. Um, Good wings? They were not bad. All right. They were not bad. I remember we ordered them because we saw somebody else had them. We were like, oh, those look like some pretty decent wings. decent wings there. And, um, yeah, okay, so our friends, so Jeff, 
and Austin and Jack, we were doing the Revengers, Rick Rhythm and the Revengers thing. And uh, they had like an open mic. And we were like, well, shit, let's just go down there and play some songs or whatever. So we went down there and Jeremiah, Jeremiah McIntyre of uh, like Box Elders. And uh, he was like running sound. And that was when we met him. And it was kind of cool. But because uh, we didn't know shit from shit. You know, we didn't know anybody in Omaha yet. This is right before we had met the Shanks. Mm-hmm. And that was when it really kicked <laughs> off. Yeah. God, I should tell some of those stories on this show sometime. Yeah, dude, that whole time in my life, like, <laughs> the Shanks, Brimstone Howl. I oh mean, my dude, God. Brimstone Howl, fucking, I love that shit, still today. Rockin', man. Dude, I just, all that stuff, like, Midwest garage rock, like, dude, people don't even fucking know, and that's the thing, is like, it was just That like, was a good time for rock yeah. and roll in town. Like, I remember seeing the Shanks for the first time, and I was not ever really like a punk rock person like because i always felt like the kids that were punk rock where we grew up were dummies mm-hmm. you know i was like well if that's what that's all about i don't want anything to do with it i didn't understand you know like rock and roll is really what yeah, i that when punks were like they were like rancid well and, yeah it was like rancid like la like yeah Mohawk, pink pennywise Mohawk yeah yeah like fucking mall Dumb. Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mall punks. That's yeah. exactly what it was. And I was just like, I don't want I don't want to be associated with anything that resembles that. <laughs> so um but I remember seeing the Shanks for the first time and my fucking head exploded. I was just like, oh, so this is what it is. This right here. These guys are drunk, <laughs> like they're forgetting songs, but it's great. It was and the songs were fantastic, just like rocking, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, and Todd von Stubb, good friend of the Shanks, like he was he was kind of like a big brother. I feel like to all of us, because uh, he was just super nice, you know. But like, oh, he would just. I I saw him on several occasions throw his guitar. But one night I was just like, he does not give a fuck. Like the guitar just like went sailing across the room. And people were like, Todd, come on, you know? And it was great. I had never seen like a local band not give a fuck. I was like, this is a show. Yeah. This is entertainment. This is rock and roll. This is this is like uninhibited, like fuck it. I don't care if we're not getting paid. My mom bought me that guitar. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my that's my dad's guitar, yeah. man. No, none of that shit. Yeah. Like it was just fucking great it was love at first sight it was love at first sight and then we all just became fast friends and we talk a lot about um or we have in the past like when uh my band the well, my band austin's band our band and uh rick rhythm and the revengers and the shanks when we went on tour like there should have been a camera crew there should have been a fucking camera crew like i don't want to go crazy telling the stories because that's a whole other show and um, would probably require several <laughs> legal disclaimers. Yeah, <laughs> not because we were breaking the law, because we were just wild as hell, you know. And out in it, and six dudes in a van, just like seven dudes in a van, just going nuts. But um, there should have been a camera crew, and the whole thing capped off with hanging out with uh, with Jay Retard. Yeah, I mean the last night of that tour, which what better way to cap off like the most debaucherous thing. I had ever lived through. I can't speak for those guys, but I went to the goddamn emergency room. I thought I was going to die. 
thought I was going to die. You're like stomach acid or Yeah, I had gastritis because... Should I just tell a quick story? Sure, go Okay, all right, all right. Uh, so I was not eating a lot, you know, didn't have... I got a staph infection and had to have knee surgery from, like, going on tour and not bathing. Yeah, you just a, just a dirty 20-year-old yeah. dude, just yeah. not, you know... I mean, we stayed in hotels a lot, but... Pfft. Whatever. It was summertime and we're in a van. It was just disgusting. I remember the van. I like. I hadn't been in the van all day and like when I got in, it was like, oh, oh, that's funky. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three days. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, so I hadn't. It, it was probably like it, it was. It was. It was the sixth, sixth or seventh day, and I was in so much pain. Like pain I have never been in before. I feel like I have a pretty high threshold for pain, you know, like I can deal with stuff, but like I couldn't stand up straight, man. Like my stomach hurt so bad and like, uh, it was concerning. Like I was like, this is not, this isn't right, you know? And it was all day and night. Like all I could do was just like double over and just grip my stomach. So, uh, I went to the emergency room and, um, this is, this is a way longer story and way funnier, but I just, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get, get into that. But (laughs) they're like, yeah, you, you have to, you got to eat food and quit drinking fucking hotel room coffee. (laughs) And, uh, and PBR or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it wasn't even really booze that was doing it. It was just straight up like empty stomach. And because speaking of staph infection, one of the guys in the shanks had a, had a wound that became so infected. He's so lucky they didn't have to cut his leg off, dude. I mean, it's like spinal tap shit, dude. Like, it was so bad. You could smell his wound. You could smell it. And uh, (laughs) we went into Walgreens, and he asked me to go in with him just because we were going to go to the pharmacy just to have him look at it, you know, to avoid the hospital. (laughs) And... um, and we're telling them about it. And we're like, yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, is there anything like over the counter antibiotic or cream? Like what, what can we do here? And they're like, well, can we just see it? Like, yeah, his leg was so swollen that we had to cut his jeans <laughs> and he pulls his leg up and do the reaction of the people of the farm. They were like, Oh, hospital, hospital immediately. They're like, that is bad. There's like flies flying around or something. No. So we go to the hospital and the doctor, I went in to see the doctor with him, and he's just like, oh, yeah, that's that's uh, terribly infected with staph. That's awful. Like, it's so bad. Uh, anyway, I get freaked out. I'm like, that's staph infection. That shit's crawling all over the van. I'm like, I can't have that because it'll go anywhere. It'll Mercer, go. Mercer, Mercer, man. It'll, like, and, and you can't help it, you know. It's just something that affects humans. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not because, I mean. Yeah, you can put yourself in the way of it, I guess. But yeah, yeah it's just you can't help it. And uh, so I had these vitamin C pills that were just like chewables. It's just pure fucking citrus. It was like citrus derived. So I start eating these things like they're candy because I think that's going to protect me. I'm like, oh, immune system, keep that vitamin C up. Just ripped my stomach lining right out of my body, you know. And then I'm drinking coffee all day. Just It was terrible, man. But it was so fucked up. I'm in Memphis, Tennessee, sitting in the emergency room for, dude, like 10 hours. It was horrendous. I watched The Animal. 
Rob Schneider movie. It was on the TV and there was no remote in the room. And I was just like, well, I guess I'm watching this piece of shit. Uh, actually, I enjoyed it kind of. But um, anyway, I uh, they, they were like, well, yeah, we figured it out. You've got gastritis. You'll probably have this for the rest of your life. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, fucking cool. And they hand me this like milk stuff. I drink it. Pain goes right away. Nothing. Like it was never there. And it still comes back like every once in a while if I'm like super stressed out. But I left the hospital, walked to the gig, played the show, and then went and hung out with Jay Retard. And that's a whole other story. But I think I'm going to have to like, I don't know. It's going to be a while before that one gets published. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some crazy stories back back then. I mean, I don't. the craziest shit I did was I stayed up till 2 on Saturday. I mean, that's like the craziest I've been in years. Man. Yeah, no crazy here. We used to do wild shit back then. Wild shit. I'm too tired. Dude, too I'm tired for wild shit. I'm gonna go to bed when you leave. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm tired right now. Well, you got anything else, man? This has been fun. Uh, not that I can think of. I mean, I, we got some stuff lined up. Some new shows that we're gonna that are in the works. The Patreon too. We gotta get some cool stuff worked up with some video and. Thoughts of uh, possibly like having some bands play and us recording it. Some big stuff coming up. I uh, have to thank our Patreon contributors. You guys are awesome. We appreciate it. We got some merch headed your way here soon. And uh, I don't know if we can announce it, but the women of Krug. Yeah, we can announce it. They said yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned for future episode. Upcoming, we are going to sit down with the bartenders, a few bartenders of Crook Park, uh, all female. So that'll be really cool. We're going to hear their perspective on stuff and uh, dealing with idiots like us. dealing with jackasses at the bar. And uh, they're also really talented gals. And so that's going to be super fun. I'm guessing we'll probably have a couple cocktails during that yeah. one. Get a little, get a little system going. And uh, just, again, thanks for listening. And if you guys have a chance, please leave a review. That always helps. We appreciate it. We want to keep doing this thing. And uh, if you haven't listened to the Hutch episode, it's sat down one. with the uh, gentleman that owned and operate Hutch. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah. One it, of the best ones we've done. So it was it actually, man, I think I laughed more during that podcast. Like, super funny. Yeah. Oh, great guys. But anyway, thanks for listening. This concludes... Uh, this episode episode 16 episode 16 thank you of Omaha Talks keep talking